Hey everyone, welcome to The Restless Ones. I'm Jonathan Strickland. As always, my focus is on exploring the intersection of technology and business by having conversations with the most forward-thinking leaders. Throughout my career, I've covered everything from massive parallel processing to advanced robotics, but what truly inspires me are the stories of innovation and transformation. Today, our guest is Rob Mills, Executive Vice President, Chief Technology, Digital Commerce, and Strategy Officer of Tractor Supply Company. Tractor Supply is a retail chain of stores that caters primarily to rural and farming communities. Rob's approach to technology is a practical one, as is his approach to leadership. How can technology enable Tractor Supply? to meet customer needs and expectations? How can Tractor Supply create a smooth experience both in stores and behind the scenes? And how can the company contribute to those rural communities that it serves? But before we get into all of that, I first wanted to learn more about Rob's background. Rob, I want to welcome you to The Restless Ones. I'm really excited to have this conversation today. Good morning, Jonathan. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you very much. I always like to get to know my guests before we start diving into all the leadership decisions, technology decisions, things of that nature. And when we were looking at your background, I saw that you have a Bachelor of Arts and a Master's of Arts. And when I think of things like Master's of Arts, I don't necessarily think of, oh, this is going to be a person who's the head of technology for a massive company. Yeah. So I've always had a passion for technology. And when you look at my background, both from an academic as well as just my career, I've always straddled the line between business and tech. The focus of my degree was really around mobility and mobility solutions and more of the user interface and really making sure that we're designing for the complexities that kind of go into a mobile interaction. So one of the reasons I focus on an MA, because I wanted that arts to kind of the UX design, but also very much supporting it on the tech side. For me, it's so much more than just being a techie. It's always wanting to be about how we're solving business problems with technologies and bringing solutions to the business that makes us more efficient, drive new businesses, new insights. And my schooling, my background really focused on both of these areas. It's about the experiences that we've landed over the years that got me to my role today and working for some major companies that invested in their team members and employees and just really having the opportunity to work with some great mentors along my career. Yeah, we're going to be touching on so much of what you just talked about. And obviously, the entire premise of the show is to talk about leaders who are at that intersection of business and technology. And I love that answer. Also, props to you, because that's incredible foresight to be looking into specifically mobility and mobile solutions. Well, and I'll rewind to my early days in retail, focusing on at the time I was sitting in our CIO office talking about how mobile and geofencing was going to be a game changer to drive a level of personalization and leveraging content to really influencing how a consumer shops, not just in the store, but using the mobile device anywhere from pricing to drive a level of personalization around promotions or even specifications around products. Can you kind of walk us through some of the big transformational changes you've seen in tech throughout your career? 
Boy, there are so many from when you think about the internet to automation to mobile technologies that we've already talked about and the use and really showing an appreciation of the value of data and the integrity of data. But let's go back to mobile because I absolutely believe fundamentally mobile was at the crux of a lot of things, especially around the consumer shopping experience. It's a combination of kind of the devices, the availability of information, the internet, speed, so it's readily available. And how do we integrate this from a business perspective? And so when I think about just the access to information on demand is dramatically changed how we live our life on a daily basis. And it just continues to rapidly change with new technologies being introduced, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. And to your point, the proliferation of technologies like 5G and advanced Wi-Fi, where we're getting these incredible throughput and extreme low latency, it's opened up so many different opportunities across multiple industries. Obviously, we love to talk about that here on this show. So it sounds like that's sort of one of the foundational elements for your strategy is this access to untethered high-speed internet connectivity, and that that in turn can power multiple implementations of technology. Yeah. You know, when you think about tractor supply mission and to really focusing on that end-to-end customer experience from an omni-channel perspective, the advances in wireless and broadband technologies has been a huge enabler for us. And what this has done, it's opened up customer access to our digital channels, especially in rural America. It's allowed us the ability to move data much more efficiently between our stores our cloud, our data centers, to be able to make more of those real-time insights and decisions. I think back five years ago, it was far more difficult to move data through these connections. And when we think about where we're at today, it is very robust, especially when you think about images, video, deep product content, and even customer data to really drive a level of personalization when you're in the store. The advancements of connectivity, especially in rural America, has been significant over the past couple of years. One thing that really struck me as I was researching Tractor Supply is how the philosophy around this connectivity extends beyond how does it benefit the business or even how does it benefit the customer? Because I was reading up on incidents where you had community dependent upon Tractor Supply for that connectivity, especially during the pandemic, where you had students who were dependent upon being able to connect into Tractor Supply's systems. To me, that speaks of a phenomenal business approach to community that goes beyond serving the customer and is looking at a broader picture. And I just wanted to say that really impressed me. Yeah. So in general at Tractor Supply, our core focus is our team members. And we fundamentally believe do right by the team member, the community, good stuff will occur for our business. A great example was through COVID when a lot of schools were going remote you know, some of these communities just didn't have infrastructure of high-speed bandwidth. And we were able to move fairly quick and leverage our infrastructure so people could come in to do their homework assignments or get product information once again if they needed something to handle on their property or with their animals. And then in addition to that, we actually donated and gave our team members devices 
for their children at home to do their schoolwork. So we thought much more broad, not just about the core infrastructure and how we brought that to the community, but also for our team members to make their stress levels at home hopefully a little easier through the pandemic. What I'll feed on to that, though, is our omni-channel strategy is really built about our team members and our customer experience. And one of our key strategy is to connect that customer and that team member digitally, bridging kind of what you would see a lot of retailers from a traditional separation between online and in-store. Our goal is to bridge that. And we wanna drive ease and efficiency for both and really think about removing the frictions on all sides of the transactions. We also know our customers really depend on products to take care of their pets, their large animals, their property. And this means that they need to understand when products are available. So when they make the commitment to go to a store, they want to have the knowledgeable team members that can help them answer questions that sometimes could be technical at nature. You know, big picture, this is what gets me so excited about tech, is this is where technology was really able to facilitate kind of that online and in-store experience by making it easier for our customers to pick up goods in store, transact with the customers anywhere where they want. And then more importantly, ensuring that our team members had the rich product knowledge and training that they needed to enable kind of meeting that customer need. So it all ties back to our mission, our purpose, our values, and technology as the enabler for that. Well, Rob, I have to say that was probably one of the best explanations I've heard for the omni-channel strategy. Yeah, and I'll just add, when you look at Tractor Supply, one of the things that makes us very unique is, you know, consider us as a one-stop shop for that real customer. And so when you walk in our store, you have anywhere from insulated outerwear to everyday t-shirts to pet food for your companion or household animal to that farm dog to large animal, down to items to repair items on your property, like fencing, et cetera. And then going all the way around, being able to service your land through riders, other type of three-point equipment, et cetera. So it's this one-stop shop. And this is where bringing technology both to the customer, but also to the team members to allow them rapid information to product content and knowledge is so critical. I'm curious also, I remember reading up about this concept of connectivity playing a role in fostering customer loyalty at Tractor Supply. Can you talk a little more about how that plays a part? Yeah. So we've talked quite a bit about some of the technology changes and things that we've implemented over the years. On-demand information is another example. It's about setting the expectations for all of us that we could get answers quickly and easily. And that's what the joy of the internet has brought us. If you consistently provide the answers and responsiveness that you expect, the customers build trust. And that's something our customers have told us over and over. They're loyal to us. They come to us as a knowledgeable retailer that ultimately helps influence what products they either feed to their animals or products they need to service or care for their land. And ultimately that builds loyalty. You know, we think of ourselves very much as a relationship retailer and not necessarily a transactional retailer. I love that idea of being able to tap into that connectivity to immediately while I'm in the store, 
look at perhaps a video showing someone installing or repairing something so that I can have an idea of what I'm in for before I, I move forward with a purchase. I grew up in rural Georgia. There are a lot of places in rural Georgia where Connectivity is not something that you encounter unless you happen to be at a place that is acting almost like a nexus point. That's, again, a transformative experience. It is the sort of thing that builds customer loyalty because a lot of the things that people in cities, you know, I live in a city now, a lot of things that we take for granted aren't necessarily as easily accessible when you start getting into some of those rural communities. Absolutely. And some of these purchases are big tickets. There's a level of complexity. And that's what Tractor Supply is about. It's about being a dependable supplier to our customers that offer that knowledge and legendary service. And that comes with not just how we're greeting and interacting and caring for the customer, but the expertise and the knowledge about the products and the services that the customers need. Let's talk a bit about the actual infrastructure. So we're looking at these stores. What are the sort of things that you're actually installing to make this technology work within those locations? Great call out. So first thing, we have some great partners that have really come together with us to help to improve just the bandwidth and availability of speed or Wi-Fi access. As you can imagine, connectivity to our stores can be challenging, especially in some of the locations we are. But by using or partnering with these major service providers, they're able to bring us new capabilities, new technologies like 5G. We're well looking into 6G as well. And then combining kind of the 5G technology with SD-WAN technology out there. And now really thinking about edge computing and what data that we want to have local or right at the edge from a cloud perspective. And think about the potential possibilities that could even be for, as we go in the future with Gen AI, thinking about on-demand training, product information that will just increase the knowledge of our team members through additional training, as well as just how we could share even more content rich with our customers. You know, I will just say one more last thing related to this, since a lot of our stores are both indoors and outdoors. We don't focus just on the wireless connectivity within our stores, but our outside, the walls of the four stores, but going outside to our parking lots, our side lots, our front lots, our garden centers, our big scenarios that we want to solve for when you think about infrastructure and connectivity. And a great example that we deployed last year, a mobile app or integrated a capability in our mobile app where you could do actually propane refills where a team member, of course, would refill the propane tank, but the transaction would all be completed on a mobile device. So it saves productivity with the team member and time with the customer, but also at the same time, leveraging that network inside and outside of the store to really drive efficiency to the customer experience. And I imagine that significantly reduced the amount of time that it takes to refill a propane tank. Yeah. I mean, we've taken that transaction time historically seven to 15 minutes down to a minute, less than a minute, a couple of minutes, depending on demand. Now they can interact and complete the transaction on a mobile device, which has been a huge win. They can even notify us when they're there through geofencing to say, hey, I'm pulling in to actually get that propane tank refilled and a team member will meet them at the propane station. 
Fantastic. Yeah. Anything that clears away those pain points, I am completely in favor of. Well, and you mentioned also that Tractor Supply is already kind of looking ahead and considering what the impact of 6G might be further down the road. Are there things on your checklist that perhaps are things that in a few years time you're going to expect to be commonplace throughout the Tractor Supply locations? Absolutely. So one of the things that we pride ourselves on at Tractor Supply is we're always testing and learning new products for the customer, but we take that philosophy to our technologies as well. In fact, we have a program here within the tech area that we call the hatchery, and it's about how do we hatch and form new points of view related to new emerging technologies. We're putting a lot of focus on 6G technology. And where we're looking to use this is in a couple of areas. One, more around computer vision, so being able to proactively identify and detect when a customer needs some type of assistance, so we're making that shopping experience easier. And then lastly, how do you take some of this real-time data that we have a lot of access to around Neighbors Club to really drive a level of personalized experiences in the store? And to do that, that's going to require pushing a lot of data down to the store as well as bringing a lot of real-time data up to the cloud or to our data center. And this is where we're leveraging 6G to test looking at that capacity and that speed to saying how do we change and improve the customer experience and the team member experience by being able to deliver more richness, especially when you think about IoT and some of the new technologies that are emerging within our four walls of our store. I've talked to a lot of engineers on this show, and it sounds very much like the engineering perspective of making sure that you're making choices that ultimately drive a positive outcome and not just chasing after technology for the sake of incorporating it and for the sake of saying, oh, we also have this. That doesn't do you any good unless it drives business outcomes. And so I love hearing that as well. Yeah, when we think about tractor supply, we call it internally as well as externally life out here strategy. It is really focusing about how data delivers true business value and technology is an enabler for this organization to think differently. And I could say as much as we put a lot of focus on technology, emerging technologies, et cetera, every use case, every discussion that we have, it always starts with what is the outcome that we're looking to improve or what are we expecting this either technology or enhancements to the data to do for our customers and our team members. Excellent. You mentioned also Internet of Things briefly. I'm curious if Tractor Supply has any Internet of Things implementations in their strategy or if there's plans for that in the future. And if so, how would that manifest? Yeah, so IoT is something that we have tested along the way, not so much integrating it fully into products, but working with our partners from a product perspective where it makes sense. But more from an internal perspective, as well as an efficiency, looking at new ways to test capabilities, drive a level of innovations. And when I think about, for example, our distribution centers or mixing centers, you know, we're currently building out a new DC in Arkansas, and this will be a facility that's going to be leveraging more robotic automation for think around fulfillments of small parcel packages with e-commerce, 
looking at technology around computer vision and then integrating it where it makes sense with IoT devices. And so we don't take a single threat approach. We kind of look at, once again, going back to what's the outcomes that we're looking at and then leveraging it anywhere from IoT to infrastructure innovation to user experience and the digital connectivity to pull together a more holistic experience. I had a couple of questions I wanted to ask Rob before I could let him go. What is the best piece of advice you have ever received? Listen, listen, listen. And I take this to heart. As a leader, I truly feel that you're far better off serving and listening and learning versus just putting a directive out there understand the business, understand the pain points, understand the thought processes, educate yourself on new technologies and capabilities, but spend equal time to learn about your team and those around you and how they're embracing these technologies or the challenges that they're facing with these technologies. This knowledge, in my opinion, just allows you to help them drive and embrace change, and more importantly, drive the empowerment to move the business forward. So it's very simple. Listen, listen, listen. I love it. That's advice that I wish I had followed years and years ago. I think I've only relatively recently started to take it to heart. All right, Rob, what keeps you up at night? (laughs) When I think about it from a work perspective or three components. One, are we developing our team members and growing that team? The second thing is, how are we protecting our data? Both our customers and our team members are critical assets that is so precious to our business. So are we doing all the right things? How are we one step ahead thinking about the bad things that could occur and being proactive? And then lastly, are we driving the business value to the organization? It is absolutely critical that we just don't introduce technology to introduce technology, but we're introducing it to improve that experience, drive business value, and have a broader impact on the organization. So those are the three buckets that I think about pretty regularly. I could see how that could keep you up at night. (laughs) Those are significant things to think about. And finally, our show, of course, is called The Restless Ones. I am curious, Rob, what is your definition of a restless one? Yeah, I think about this as well. And for me, it's someone who just never stops learning. They have a relentless appetite to just grow themselves and people around them. They never just accept how something was done in the past as how it has to be done in the future. And so it's always about listen, continuous learning, and then really simply, how can we just improve upon our work and take it to the next level. That is the benefit of the speed of the technology is changing, that we're able to make rapid changes and just continuously kind of up the game. So to me, it's very simple. Learn, learn, and listen, listen. Rob, this has been a phenomenal conversation. Thank you so much for joining us on The Restless Ones. Well, thank you. It was a pleasure and I appreciate the support and also being a champion to lead technology into the next generation and to think differently about it as a business leader. Thanks again to Rob Mills of Tractor Supply Company. It's easy for a lot of us to lean on stereotypical ideas regarding rural communities and technology. Much of the time we might assume the two don't even intersect. 
But that's an outdated mode of thinking, and Rob really underscored that today. I always enjoy speaking with leaders in the retail space. It's easy for me to understand tech strategies from a consumer perspective. But even with that advantage, the things Rob shared surprised me. Using high-speed connectivity with low latency to provide meaningful experiences for team members and customers is a game-changer. It smooths out potential points of frustration before they could even form. And serving as a connection point for communities is an inspiring thing. Make sure to look over our back catalog of episodes for more The Restless Ones. And stay tuned for future episodes where we speak with the leaders at the intersection of business and technology. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Strickland. 